0: Welcome to the 200 Churches Podcast, episode 29.
1: This is the 200 Churches Podcast, created to provide resources and encouragement to leaders of the 94% of congregations in America, under 500 members. Now, here are two gentlemen that lead in a 200 church and strive to provide information that will make you smile, think, and be challenged. Oh, and they're all around nice guys, Jeff and Johnny. Thanks for listening to the
0: 200 Churches Podcast. As usual, I'm Johnny Craig, and I'm here with my good friend and colleague, Jeff Katie. Yeah, today today we were going to talk about something a little bit different than what uh, what we usually do. Uh, this isn't really topic-specific today. Today, we just kind of want to uh, give an overview of what we're all about here at 200 Churches. Right, Jeff? It's kind of the vision, our mission,
1: things like that. Yeah, we just had a conversation online with somebody that we've connected with through through 200 Churches. His name is Jim Powell, and he's with the 95 Network. And in the future, we look forward to having him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really good to talk to him, just to connect with with him personally and what he was saying as he talked about transitions going from, you know, a 200 church to a 400 church to an 800 church. Now they're at a 1,500 level, and what was needed at all those different stages was Really, really fascinating.
0: Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, I think we're excited to bring you some of his content in the future. We'll throw a link up to the 95 Network on this podcast, but uh, we're going to be talking to him a lot in the future, I think. He talked to us about a book that's going to be releasing in September. So, probably around then, we'll have him
1: back on the podcast and uh, have a conversation for you. There's another guy that I want to have on the podcast who's taken a church from 80 to about 1400. And the reason I want to talk to him is something that we're going to talk about today. And when I talk to him, we'll put that on the podcast, and that hasn't happened yet. But one of the things that at 200 Churches we do not want to do is we don't want to affirm smallness in a church for the sake of smallness.
0: Right, and this is a tension that that we've talked about a lot here. Um, We we love small churches, right? We have a 200 Church. That's where we serve. Um, Some of you uh, out there you know, serve in 200 churches as well, uh, smaller communities, right, that maybe put a, a limit on how big you can grow, rural churches, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so we have this tension of loving small churches, wanting to affirm pastors of small churches, but we never want to celebrate smallness for the sake of being small, right? I mean, we love small churches, but our
1: hope and goal for churches is that they would always live up to their fullest potential, And that's one of the terms that Jim uses at 95 Network is he talks about working with the 95% of churches that are basically under 500 people, but helping them to reach their kingdom potential.
0: That's right, and we were actually talking to him about a, another friend of his who has a 200 church, about 200 people, um, but they are living up to their kingdom potential, right? They're sending people out, they're creating these kind of vibrant ministries, um, it's a, it's an exciting place where there's a lot of spiritual growth happening, right? A lot of personal growth happening. And so the size issue, it doesn't matter, right? It's it's a 200 church, but the, it's a it's bigger than that in its impact. And that's really, I think, what we're all about here at 200 Churches is saying, hey, you've got twenty-five, fifty, a 100 people in your church. How big is your impact beyond that, right? Like, are you living up to your kingdom potential? Are your people um, going out into the world
1: and, and doing kingdom work? I think something that all of us as pastors, we need to ask ourselves, if we're in a smaller church, we need to know why we're there. We need to know, are we here because God has called us here and this is the ministry that he has for us? Or are we there because we're hiding? Maybe we're hiding from a larger ministry because we know it would be more work. I worked with a pastor years ago who loved the fact that our church was about 100 people. And I was young. I was in my 20s. I was excited. I wanted to see the church grow. And he would say to me, no, he goes, we don't need that. The more people, the more problems. Well, he, <laughs> was, he, was, about, he was about six years older than I am now. I can in a pathological sort of way, I can understand how he would be that way because the older you get and the more ministry stuff you go through, the less you feel like stepping out on a limb, putting yourself out on a limb and allowing some of your church members to to cut it off. So it's easier if there's a hundred people than if there's two hundred people.
0: Sure. And you know, we had uh we had my dad on the podcast a few months ago and we talked to him extensively about God's call to being in a small church and you know my dad pastored at small churches my whole life mm-hmm. much smaller than our church even you know uh sometimes congregations around 30 to 60 people mm-hmm. and and so he talked about that being the call of God in his life that was his ministry and you know he 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 left churches Uh, where it was stale and stagnant, right, where there was an attitude of, like, we don't want to grow, this is just for us. So his goal was never, right, to create this sort of mega church to to become famous for doing all this, but he was interested in seeing the church grow and seeing the people grow spiritually. And so uh, there is that balance between where has God placed you, what ministry has He given you, and for Jeff and I, we feel very, very called to the church that we're at, at the size that it's at right now. Um, But are we that's something that every pastor has to answer for themselves am i am I at this church because this is where God has placed me, or am I here because I really don't want to live up to my potential and this place
1: will let me coast? So as we're doing this podcast and as we have the uh, the website and we put up blog posts, there's this tension between not wanting to put a guilt trip on pastors who have a smaller church. Honestly, like we've received from some of the larger churches and larger ministries. You know, basically, if you don't grow your church, you're a loser. Okay, so there's a tension between wanting to affirm pastors in smaller churches, but then on the other side of the coin, not wanting to affirm or encourage laziness or mediocrity. That is, that is not where we want to be. So if you're in a church because you're lazy or you just want to be mediocre— well, maybe our website might not be for you. Our podcast might not be for you. You need, uh, you need the uh, Kick in the Pants podcast, <laughs> you know, over on 1180 WKIK. Uh, so, uh, but th- that's not something that we want to uh, encourage is laziness or mediocrity. So we would want people, uh, we would want pastors to reach their kingdom potential in their church.
0: Our goal for you, the pastor— um, with the with the podcast with the blogs our vision really is to encourage you to inspire you and to equip you to live up to that kingdom potential that we've been talking about uh, we're firmly convinced that God has created uh, created you to do amazing and incredible things um, god did not create you to do boring things uh, god did not create you to just kind of kick back and and see what happens with this church no God created you and gave you this ministry uh, and gave you this opportunity to build for his kingdom and and that's an amazing and incredible thing it's an adventure and it's something that gets us really excited here and so when you when you choose to to listen to us we're we're through the roof because we just want to have this opportunity to to speak into your life and really to encourage you to hey like grab hold of what god has for you grab hold of that mission that he has for you and really meet your potential
1: your god-given potential so you use the term inspire you use the term encourage and that's really that's really our heart for for pastors because we know as pastors that you you can't get enough encouragement you cannot get enough inspiration and you can get enough training you can get enough education and you can get enough information that's why on our podcast we don't share you know 10 you know 10 things found in Philippians chapter 2 that will change your life and and all that we, we we appreciate the fact that you are already in the scriptures every day and every week that you already study God's word you're already committed to the Lord we're we're not going over that stuff we want to encourage you we want to inspire you we want to support you and help you to uh uh, to just walk a little more lightly as you uh, do ministry. So I think, uh,
0: Jeff, you and I have talked about our, one of our long-term goals for this um, podcast, for this ministry, is uh, that we would become a network for pastors, right? And, and we've done that a little bit personally with some pastors, um, but we would really love to be a place where Uh, pastors could connect with each other. So where you could connect with another pastor who's going through the same thing. And what we really would like to do is reach isolated, lonely, and disconnected pastors. Pastors who are out there who are just maybe being ground down by the work in their 200 church who don't have that encouragement, who don't have that inspiration. And we want to be a network for them and we really want to uh, reach into their lives and encourage them and say, hey, like... We're out here for you. We're out here to encourage you, we're out here cheering you on, like you can do this, you can be the best
1: that God wants you to be. Years ago, I went to a pastor's conference and they sent us some videotapes afterwards of the highlights of the conference. But along with that, they had these little like illustration vignettes uh, about pastors and the different things that pastors struggle with. I'll never forget sitting in my family room watching this video and they talked about pastors who had problems with, with their finances, pastors who had marriage problems, pastors who had problems with porn—they uh, uh, were addicted to online pornography—and all these different things. And one of the common links between the, all these guys that were involved in this stuff was that they were isolated. They were isolated. You would think that a pastor couldn't be isolated. You, you know that he's around people. He may go. He may visit people. You know he's with people every Sunday pastors can definitely get isolated and and you know what it's like you get in your office and you close the door and nobody's standing over your shoulder nobody's telling you okay today you've got to do you know this task to get ready for your message this weekend you need to call these people you really need to be self-directed you need to be self-motivated self-motiv- you have to initiate things and it's easy even even if you're working hard it 's easy to get isolated, and you don 't have the benefit of other people speaking into your life asking you questions and and really trying to uh, encourage you, uh, challenge you where you need to be challenged, maybe maybe redirect you in a different way so yeah, isolated, disconnected pastors out there in the hinterlands of America. We know you're out there, and we know that there are a lot of guys that just need some encouragement. They just need some help. So to to create a network, a network where we could together reach out to more and more pastors who are isolated, because I would bet – there are with three hundred and thirty something thousand pastors in the country. I bet that there's a few thousand isolated pastors out there. Oh, I I, I definitely say that's true. And you know, uh,
0: I would encourage you if if we're talking about isolated pastors, we're talking about solo pastors, and you're thinking, man, that's me. Like I can relate to that. Uh, Jeff, you just posted on Facebook the other day, uh, podcast episode seventeen. We talked to Ryan Pers, and he's he's a solo pastor uh, in our area. I think it would be a great resource to start with that. If you're listening to this, it's your first podcast. Um, Go check out episode 17 where we talked to Ryan He, I think he had a lot of great insight into this issue of being a solo pastor, being isolated, being lonely, and kind of ways that he combats that. So that was a really great conversation. So um, we know that Pastors are connected online. Um, so much of ministry happens on online now through email, through social network. Uh, we've done podcasts about that as well. Um, but we want to provide a place where you can be connected to something positive online, something that's actually going to help your ministry online. I know so much of my time online gets spent on just like news sites or entertain, entertainment sites, you know, whatever. But this is we want to provide a place where you can go, not just get content, but where you can really meet other pastors, where you can find other people who are going through similar struggles as
1: you are, and really reach out and connect with somebody else. But hey, as a pastor, I, I like to be online and just indulge in frivolity, entertainment, you know just uh, whatever whatever scratches that itch and and that 's exactly what Johnny was just talking about that 's exactly what we 've talked about. How do we get pastors connected in a positive way? Because there is no end to the negative connections that pastors can make online, whether it's online porn, whether it's online gambling, uh, whether it's just online waste of time. Well, you can even just get on a
0: gossip site or a news site and just get into the comment sections and get into a whole—I mean, you can get lost on any variety of websites out there. You know, if you're conservative on the Fox News, Drudge Report side, if you're liberal. On the MSN and Huffington Post. I mean, really, you can go get lost out there and and just start to burn up and waste so much time and so much energy. And and now we're putting right, we're putting our heart and our energy into places where it doesn't need to be. And so, uh, yeah, we just want to be a connection for for pastors and give them a positive place to be.
1: This summer, Johnny, you've been gone for a couple weeks. Yep, you know, and you left me here to. Deal with the Natives alone. <laughs> I
0: sure did. Right, all
1: by myself. And this summer, I was gone for a couple weeks. And you were here, and you uh, carried water and preached on the weekends and, and helped people out. The truth is, we're, we're lucky that we get to work together. You know, we've got each other. Yep. But w- what we're talking about, again, are the pastors that are isolated. They don't have another staff member. And a lot of these guys and, and, and some ladies, they don't have a secretary. I mean, they do not have another staff person that is at their church building, if that's where they have their office, or maybe they have their office in a strip mall somewhere, you know, where they've they've got a little place because they don't have a building yet. These are the guys, these are the women that we're talking about building a network with. So long-term, our vision is to create a network of small church pastors and a place where small church pastors can come to get that encouragement, to get that inspiration. Johnny, you and I, we can't do it to by ourselves. No, absolutely there's not. There's no way we can. So, we got to crowdsource this thing. Yeah, and our goal is to just connect with more and more people who have that similar passion for small church ministry. Again, the majority of churches are small churches. And so there are so many tens and hundreds perhaps, thousands of pastors out there in small churches.
0: Yeah. So, you can help us out with this. Um if you if you listen to the 200 Churches podcast and you enjoy it, if you've been encouraged and inspired, pass it along. You know, uh, Find somebody in your own network of pastors and pass it along to them. Find somebody out there who is isolated and say, Hey, uh, this might be helpful to you. If you've been helped, use this to help other people. And Jeff and I, we don't think we have all the answers or something like that. Like 200 churches is the magic bullet that will <laughs> fix we, all those. We the... actually
1: started the podcast so that we could find out the answers. Exactly, exactly. Right, from people out there. That's We're on the, the
0: search. So so get somebody else connected with the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from them. Start that conversation. Start that network. Jeff and I want to grow. We want to get connected. And we want you to grow, and we want you to get connected. So uh, please feel free to spread this around everywhere.
1: Yeah, and if you're a social media expert, go for it it you know i don't know what is it ding grapple i don't know what these new social media sites i
0: have not heard of either of those fizzle
1: (laughs) fudge i mean i'm sure there's some good ones out there you know there's facebook twitter you know all those things hey if you're into social media yeah spread us around like manure because we can do more good the more you spread us around. We're in
0: a rural uh, setting, so that makes it, sense. Where we they are. didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to the 200 Churches podcast. We hope that uh, you've been inspired and encouraged today.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the 200 Churches podcast. Feel free to give the guys feedback or ask questions at 200churches.com. And remember, the leadership that you provide in your 200 church matters big in the kingdom of God.